Konnichiwa, mortals, and welcome to Podge Hodge episode 6. I am the man that dreams of one day reaching the bottom of my chapstick container, and I am joined today by my colleague, Judge, who, contrary to his name, has never judged a person in his life. He's, frankly, a fraud, a phony, and my co-host. Welcome, Judge. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm a very... I don't judge people. I... No. Everyone is innocent. Until proven guilty, right? Until proven guilty. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You see? See, that, that, that didn't get so bad. I love your knowledge of the judicial system. It's great. I... <laughs> yeah. So how you been? I'm pretty good. It's it's raining buckets here right now, and it's supposed to for the next four days. But other than that... How is it? Yeah. So hopefully I don't have another scenario where I have to park my chariot and, you know, not let it get, in, get washed away by the uh, the bridge again yeah that would that would be tragic you got to find like what two of every animal including two humans so that you can have something to watch while you've oh i wasn't aware i was building an ark but <laughs> while, while you spend the rest of your life in solitude <laughs> maybe it might be better that way who knows <laughs> with the way things have been going it might be better <laughs> uh, off to a good start yeah, i love indeed. it how have things been for you man you know they, they've been pretty good uh, important, important update for me. I am going to E3 That's this summer. Unspeakable, impossible, impossible, inconceivable. It's, it's making me sad. Like, I can't believe you get to go. And that's something I've always wanted to do. That's a lot of money though. So you'll have to keep us updated. It is a lot of money. You're going to have to keep us updated on that. You know, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure my Snapchat will be as the kids say lit. That's my line. I know. I'm stealing. I'm plagiarizing right now. It hurts. What you going to do about it? I don't know. Nothing, I guess. That's right. Except for be sad. That's right. And that doesn't matter, so. It really doesn't. Oh, well. Well, I'm sure you'll get to see a whole lot of amazing things at E3. Depends on how busy it's going to It's going to be jam-packed. You're probably going to be yeah, waiting around a lot. I'm, I'm trying to keep my expectations low, but, you know, I'm, I'm still excited. This is, I'm going to knock something off my bucket list for the first time. Since I made the bucket list, it'll be great. I think so. You'll have fun. Last of Us Two, uh, Last of Us Part Two is supposed to be presented there, if I'm not mistaken. So. Yep, and a whole lot of other pretty good stuff is coming out. They're teasing that it's going to be revealed there too. So you've got a lot to look forward to. Some of it we're actually going to talk about in a minute, but we'll get to that. Boy, oh boy. Are you- are you- <laughs> I see what you're doing. I, I see what the uh, the altered introduction is. <laughs> we're flipping roles i guess i should be a little bit more nihilistic uh no all right i, th- I think i think you're amazing just the way you are this is getting weird let's just <laughs> so have you uh you had any good achievements that you've get that have gained you merit lately or anything gained like... me merit gained gained me the prestige that that only a potato could have this is killing um, me i you're giving me cancer <laughs> Oh, all right. I I just recently obtained my ninth platinum in Psychopaths Mandatory Happiness. So is this considered a rant or is this considered a rave? You know, I'm not really sure. Um, because yeah, let's 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 kind of segue into that rant or rave. I thought the story was pretty good. Like this is the first like outright virtual novel that I've ever played. Like even like. You know, Life is Strange and Until Dawn and the Nonary games, like, those have all been, like, more or less visual novels, but they still had, like, some component of gameplay to them. Um, Psychopath's Mandatory Happiness is literally just, like, text. It's, like, all story. A visual novel. Um, Yeah, visual novel. So that that was, uh, you know, it was kind of interesting, but it was fucking repetitive as hell because I kept having to go back and... I had to manipulate the hell out of different save files. Overall, the story was decent, and the characters were decent. The voice acting was pretty good. But the final fucking trophy, oh my god. I, I, okay, so they, most of the trophies are, like, story-related, and, you, you know, it's not anything too difficult. You just gotta 
take a lot of time to like make the save files and go back and blah 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 but there's a few trophies that are related to collectibles there's a uh, voice complete tips complete scene complete 100,000 points collected and picture complete I know they're super original with their names trophy complete is the name of the platinum so <laughs> it's very very special to have in your collection but all these all these different trophies that I just mentioned are like primarily related to uh, a mini game that you got to play uh, like 100,000 points collected you have collected 100,000 points from the mini games first of all that's very misleading because there was only one fucking game it had free mode and stage mode and the stage mode gets you a few points and the free mode gets you very few points but you know it's less infuriating than the stage mode and uh, long story short if you're if you're smart this is an easy trophy to get uh, well these collectible trophies are easy to get because you just you know you get all the all the points that you need spend them on the collectibles then you like you know turn the game off once you've gotten the trophy turn it back on with those points and you know just buy the rest of the collectibles right um, I didn't have the foresight to do that not at all so uh, just to just to kind of put that into perspective for you it was I could be I could be slightly off on this, but it was around like seven hundred thousand points needed for just I think just the just the voice content and like a dumbass I blew all my points on uh, on the scene content like from the get go because I you know didn't consider that so I had to do a ton of grinding and you know these mini games if you clear the stage mode you get like. 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 points per stage that you complete, but it gets progressively harder. Like I, I got all the way to like level eight, four, or I guess level eight, stage four, stage four, stage eight, level four, whatever. Um, and at that point, like it's, it's, it, it was impossible for me to proceed. Like I spent like hours trying and I couldn't get anywhere. So I just jumped into free mode where if I'm lucky, I can get like 6,000 points in 15 minutes. Uh, <laughs> So it was it was a hell of a grind and not at all worth it unless you're a trophy whore. So that's my rant for the week. Yeah, I was partied up with you for most of that and you seemed pretty you weren't you weren't very Yeah, happy. you were you were having fun playing Overwatch and Dead by Daylight and other uh, games. Other games, yeah, but And you were just delving deep into a virtual novel endlessly. It seemed No, I I was done with the virtual novel. I was I was just farming at that point. But it was still part of it, though. You were just, like, stuck in this supposedly mostly text game, all text game, having to do a mini game to get a platinum. That's that's some dedication right there. Yeah. And I've never played... I have never played a game that had mini games in it, but only one mini game. <laughs> I thought the point of mini games was there's supposed to be, like, at least three or four per game. Supposed to be a so, little bit of a reprieve from the main game, but it sounds like this yeah. was, like, the worst part about this experience for you yeah probably but it's whatever it's over got the platinum moving on yeah moving on let's see we got quite a bit to talk about and we can review but the biggest what did you wait sorry did, did you say that you had a rant or a rave topic? uh let me remember what it was <laughs> this is gonna be edited out <laughs> shoot what was it crap oh my god that's what you get for not fucking putting it in white bitch <laughs> putting it in white i didn't use my magic ink <laughs> dang it oh well so i guess that means we can move right into our week in review so biggest thing that happened is all these wonderful dead by daylight announcements that we had just a ridiculous like a slew of amazing things that they announced so i guess they're buying they're buying their publishing rights so that's cool that means they'll have a little bit more control over what they put out and they won't be stuck to following such strict guidelines see i'm, I'm curious what those guidelines were and how like things are going to change once they own their own game yeah i'm kind of curious too but i feel like some of the content they've been putting out it feels like they were rushed or it was rushed out and I think that's reflected in all the bugs that cropped up from the releases. I mean, especially recently, after they had that Saw DLC. Oh, yeah, yeah, It was really messed up. And it's still got some problems, but it's 
getting better. And I, I'm optimistic in the future for what they're going to do with it now that they'll have a little we bit thought, of control. We thought it was all behavior's fault, but it was I, Starbreeze. <laughs> I, I'm very happy you made that reference. <laughs> it never gets old. Oh, uh, shit. They also, so they also hyped up um, cosmetics, which they're going to be... You can, you can either buy the cosmetics to like support behavior, or you can earn the cosmetics through playtime. And they kind of teased like, uh, some outfits for Nurse, Doctor, and Hag, if I recall correctly. And they were actually pretty tight-looking. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was actually really happy whenever they announced the cosmetics part, because I really enjoy being able to customize your character. And another thing that's notable about this, too, is that they said you can earn all of these through like in-game activities you don't have to pay yeah. for them and that's commendable to me i think that's worth yeah and not and not just the not just the cosmetics but even even uh like the new killers and survivors that they're going to be putting out and they're they haven't guaranteed it yet but they're trying they're, they're like looking into seeing if they can do that for like the the licensed killers too oh. which i think is incredible like I, I i don't really expect them to do it like to me it just seems like there's too many loopholes to, to have to go through but it would be very, very commendable if, if they were able to get like licensed uh, characters included in the mix. I didn't know that they were trying to do the licensed characters too, because I thought that yeah. I thought that they were obligated to, you know, have to charge for those since, you know, they obviously they have to have a way of paying for the content to be included yeah. in royalties and, or know, whatever. Like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad about it if, if we had to keep paying for that, but you know, obviously it's preferable if we can because we, we, we've sunk a shit ton of hours into this game already, so it's like, this is the ideal scenario for us if we can get all this shit for free just because we enjoy playing the game. Yeah, for sure. I wish that there was a way to track how many hours we put into it. I know that you can on Steam, but you can't on PS4 as of right now, I don't Ugh. think. So that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, and I'm curious I'm curious if our existing playtime is going to factor into this or only after they've released it. Uh, I feel like it'll probably be after, but... I guess we'll see. Probably, but it would be nice if we, if if we had like our playtime was almost like currency or something like that, and you know you could if you if you wanted to spend like five hours for a cosmetic item or ten hours for like a new character, you know that sounds cool to me. Yeah, it'll probably be tied to doing very specific actions besides just God, besides just regular playtime gates that you have to hit. I think that'll probably Ooh, have to be. What if it's for every trophy you've got? Uh, then I'm going to be a little bit salty about that. <laughs> You'll be fine, but I will be hurting or lacking quite a bit. Nah, you're not that bad. Eh. I like that they also gave a roadmap and that they said that they're going to do, they planned it out to where it's going to be four new killers and survivors and maps. It was like a new survivor, a new killer, a new map every three months. And then between those, they were going to have like a balancing period where they were going to fix bugs and basically just do quality of life updates. I think that sounds like a pretty solid plan going forward, especially given how rocky things have been, like I was saying a second ago, with how they were crunched on deadlines. Now that they've actually got a, a timeline that they can adhere to, I think they'll have a better and easier job of dealing with all of this new content that they're going to be pushing out and just making the game better all around. So Yeah, I'd agree with that. It'll give them like a little more time to concentrate on cutting down on you know the, the cheating and the toxicity in the community. So maybe not everybody has to hear about how they're, how how they were only born because their father had borrowed time. <laughs> how many callbacks are we gonna make in this episode? As many as we can. Oh man, that, that, freaking dang it! <sighs> well, yeah, they need to cut out on the toxicity and the cheating because I've had some really really salty experiences. <laughs> One of which you just hearkened back to, and I wish I didn't have to relive, but I did. Having a little bit of a traumatic order or uh, ordeal. I'm curious. Right have now. you ever have you ever gotten a voice line like or not a voice line but like a voice recording of somebody telling you to fuck off? No. I can say I have. You can see. Well, you saw earlier this week. I got a a picture like right after I finished a killer <laughs> match, and it was yeah. But a but a meme is different from an outright voice recording. Oh yeah. And you know what the you know what the funniest part about this voice recording was? Mm. It was from one of my teammates. <laughs> I got, hey, I actually, that reminds me, I also got, it wasn't a voice message, but I got a message in a different language that I went to Google Translate. It was like, (laughs) I thought it was in French, but it turns out it was in like Portuguese. And 
it was basically cussing me out for not getting a dude off the hook because he was getting face camped. <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, there's no way I could have got you. You were, I mean, it's, it was a freaking leather face face camping you nothing you can do about that you're on your own bud <laughs> see my my experience was uh this this asshole kept running around popping all the gins but he kept leaving like fucking tracks all across the map and this is when i was trying to get um one of the adept trophies i, I don't remember who it was for i kind of want to say it was for meg and oh, fuck who was it i don't remember who the killer was but uh basically this this motherfucker he survived until the end and he he was opening the gate and i was hiding nearby and the killer downed him at the gate and brought him away to a hook and i opened the gate and immediately just ran out like i didn't even hesitate to, to help him <laughs> and, he, and he immediately like messaged me after or uh yeah sent me that voice recording afterwards like and, he, and this was like a very southern sounding gentleman he was like Fuck you. I know that the killer was a farming piece of shit, but you're just as bad. No, you're worse. I hope you go to hell. And I was just like <laughs> I was just like, Sir, I got my trophy off of your sacrifice. You better fucking be proud of yourself. <laughs> oh man. That's great. It's a great game. Uh, yeah. Some great mom great moments come out of that game whenever you're not yeah. even playing it. It's pretty fun. I'm I'm almost gonna miss the toxic moments. Well, there's always going to be toxicity. I, I don't think that they're going <laughs> to... No game is ever going to be able to completely eradicate it. But I'm not going to complain about cutting down on it a lot after some of the experiences I've had. So, yeah, you know. True. So, yeah, good on Dead by Daylight. Pretty excited yeah, with what they've also, got to offer. Speaking, speaking of toxicity, uh, we also have the Overwatch announcement. Well, I guess this was kind of... Was this an announcement or just like a kind it of... It was a developer casual update. drop. Developer update, all right. Uh, they're gonna have an avoid us teammate feature, so you, you know, don't have to worry about getting paired with shitty toxic teammates for seven days. Like though of... it's only for seven yeah, for, days. Well, for seven days, and it's only two, it's only two players at once as well. That's the other limitation. I mean, but how many players do you generally run into like multiple times over and over again that like you just can't avoid by pure chance either? Uh, well. I mean, for me, for me, it mainly happens in like arcade mode, and that's like still fairly rare. See, I'm not really sure how I feel about this. I mean, I get that it's an interesting idea as a feature, but I've never really gotten so furiously mad at Overwatch where I felt like going in and just being like finding the person that I feel like is making us lose and just wanting to like flame them with messages or anything. So I don't think I'm personally gonna make very much use. Of this feature but it's kind of a cool idea on their their take of doing something that's their idea i mean it's not as how should i say this it, it's not as bold it's not the, groundbreaking yeah no it's it's kind of like a halfway solution it's not yeah. going to one extreme and being like complete like you can block this person forever and it's not it's kind of like a soft-footed approach to tackling this issue so yeah i would agree they're gonna they're gonna have to do a lot more with it but you know it's a start it's interesting that they're you know it's a step so mm, nino kuni 2 released i don't know much about it uh you don't know much about it but cat <laughs> but it's been hyped up pretty pretty heavy yeah and cat knows about it so she's been playing a lot we'll have to get her update and report back yeah, on that she doesn't she doesn't jump on a whole lot of like new new games i don't think so I mean, we're all kind of the same in that in that regard. Like we're kind of selective with the with the new games that we're willing to shelve out money for at full price. Um, but this was one of them for her, so that's noteworthy in itself. Right. Mm, there was a trailer for Deadpool two that was released this week, which was actually really hilarious. I'm I'm pretty happy about it. The first Deadpool was pretty like I literally saw it in theaters twice because it was just good enough for me to like want to see it again. It's pretty awesome. I enjoyed a lot. I don't know anyone who didn't enjoy it. And this trailer... PG soccer moms. Well, yeah, probably. But no one that I, I personally... I brought my kid to this! No one that I personally know has complained about... They all love Deadpool. And the trailer, it's gonna... It's, it looks interesting. The yeah, fact watch, that... watch the trailer. Yeah. Do yourselves a favor. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. It's pretty great. Uh... 
So, um, so I just saw that. I just saw this today that um, in an interview with uh, Gaming Bolt, um, this guy at Sony, Matt Piscatella. Pis- 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 I'm probably I'm butchering that. I'm sure. Um, he he had an interview with uh, with Gaming Bolt, and he was. They, they were they were like asking him like when the earliest like that we would get a PlayStation Five would be, and he said probably twenty twenty is the earliest projection for that. Um, which, you know, personally, I think we still have like even longer than that before the before like you know the PS4 like reaches its prime. But I could still see it being earlier than that if you know they're trying to compete with the Xbox if they if they drop something new sooner. See, I'm kind of I'm not sure about that though because Xbox just recently released the One X, and that's what they brand as their future generation console. So. I'm not, I don't know about this next console generation thing. It's getting weird with the way that the console architectures are turning out to be now. I don't really know how com- how Sony and Microsoft in particular are going to progress with this next console generation. So I'm a little skeptical of that claim. We'll see. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I'm, I'm always just somebody that's pretty content with what we've got. You know, obviously, if they release a PS5, it's going to be something that, like, it's going to have something the PS4 probably doesn't, which will make it worth it for a lot of people. But it'll probably still be a few years before I jump on that, just because I'm pretty content with my massive backlog of games right now. Yeah, speaking of backlog of games, PlayStation Plus is going to discontinue their PS3 and PS Vita offerings, and they're only going to offer games for PS4 hopefully whenever if the ps5 does come out by that projected time they'll actually include ps5 games i'm sure they will yeah oh um i saw i think this was either today or yesterday that i saw this uh the uh the team the square enix team that developed final fantasy 15 has uh been consolidated into a new studio luminous productions yeah i saw that hajime tabata was heading that new studio so that'll be interesting. Yeah, I've, I've got mixed feelings about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I don't know if I'm gonna get excited or turned off if I find out that they're releasing something from Luminous Studio, uh, Lumin- Luminous Productions. Yeah, not really sure how I feel about it either, but not gonna judge them until they actually start putting stuff out. Yeah, fair. And at least we have a name to kind of tack onto them now. I'm gonna quickly throw this in because it is kind of interesting. They did tease, so Cyberpunk 2077, they did tease at a, a meeting earlier this week that it is going to be at E3, but they did it in the most cryptic way possible. Someone straight up, so really quick, on Twitter, the they've had a Twitter account for Cyberpunk 2077 for, it's been since like 2013, and it only had one tweet, and it was like to a teaser trailer. Then they didn't ever say anything about that again. And then, like, a couple months ago, they came out, and all they did was post beep. That was it. Just beep. And it got, like, over 60,000 retweets and, like, (laughs) 70,000 likes. It was ridiculous. And anyway, they had a meeting earlier this week or late last week, and someone in the audience, whenever they were in Q&A, raised their hand and asked, when will we get our second beep? And the director, or the head of CD Projekt Red said something along the lines of, oh, well, you know, I imagine it'll be, it'll be pretty soon. We'll see what happens. But he, he hit a button on his controller and the screen behind him, it was just a splash image of Cyberpunk 2077 in text and the screen glitched out and people went back in the video quickly and like paused it and went through. And like in the corner, you could tell that it was a deliberate like glitch effect and in the corner, it had three E's. Like, so everyone... E3. Yeah, so E3. So beautiful. it's going to be at E3. I just wanted to quickly mention that because I thought it was cool. <laughs> all right. That gives me something to look forward to. I honestly know, like, nothing at all about Cyberpunk 2077. Well, but... none of us really do because they haven't talked. They've been tight-lipped about it, but everyone's eager to hear about it because the success of The Witcher 3, everyone loves CD Projekt Red and their business practices and how they treat consumers. So everyone's super hyped about it, but you know, awesome. There's that. And then also today, it's March 27th. 
Apple had an event where they announced, made a pretty big significant or announcement about education. They're releasing a new 9.7 inch iPad that's specifically tailored towards students, has Apple Pencil support. This is a big deal for educators. Uh, it may compete with Chromebooks, but I doubt it. Just going to throw that in there. Good, good to know. Can I, can I, can I share a little secret with you? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I don't, I don't give a fuck about Apple, man. I know. I truly, truly, truly don't. Well, but it's a big deal in tech, though. To tech, to educators, to you, but not to me. I don't care. Oh well. Um, which I guess is a good segue for our main topic. What are we calling it? Gamer confessional? We have some confessions to make. We have some confessions to make. And I feel like I feel like my apathy to Apple is a pretty big one. Even though they're not currently involved in gaming, they're still high tech. And I just can't bring myself to even begin to care about them but yes that's just me see gaming gaming attracts a very passionate fan base there are many opinions that turn into what gamers consider to be almost universal facts so we had the idea to have a confessional this week where basically we thought long and hard about what we wanted to come out and basically invite people to flame us about because they're not exactly we've got some things to get off our chests yeah it'll be like a weight's lifted off our shoulders you know it's this is this is very important to us be gentle <laughs> we're quite brittle we we are we're we're about to get pulverized i feel through internet internet nah, is gonna be it'll be fine we'll we don't see. have any listeners <laughs> You know, I really hope that that'll stop being a joke soon, because <laughs> it's getting really depressing. Yeah, we're 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 gonna get some listeners, and then we're gonna be referring to them as uh, we don't have any listeners of importance. Oh, well, we'll yeah, see. You're too nice for that, but I guess I guess I'll go first, and I'm gonna start off with a a pretty big, pretty big one. So, a lot of gamers hold. Zelda, the Zelda series in high regard and whenever you talk about the best Legend of Zelda game and typically whenever you talk about the best video game of all time people commonly say that they think the Ocarina of Time is one of the best video games if not the best video game ever created and my first confession is that I never beat Ocarina of Time because I wasn't sucked into the world like apparently everyone else in the world was sucked into it whenever it came out so i can i can i can one up that i have never beaten no wait scratch that i have never played a zelda game okay you beat ever. it ever any um and it's not that i don't think i would like it i'm sure i would probably enjoy zelda but i've just never like cared enough like those games are pretty expensive and for the most part, there's a few like on the handheld systems now that aren't as expensive, but I still just can't bring myself to buy one See, for some reason. And for me, I didn't really ever get sucked into the world until pretty recently. Uh, I really liked A Link to the Past, and I really liked Twilight Princess, and I really, really liked Breath of the Wild. I think Breath of the Wild is probably my favorite Zelda game that I've played, but I never beat Ocarina of Time. And I still don't know to this day how it ends, but everyone keeps, I had, I had some friends in school that were, they'd give me such a hard time because they'd be like, dude, Ocarina of Time, you're missing out. It's the best thing that's ever happened to the gaming community. Oh my God. And I was just sitting here like, you know, I, I didn't have a Nintendo console until I was like nine or 10. So I, it was way past Nintendo 64. You're a fucking monster. Terrible. That was my first confession, and you did your first confession too. So you have another one that you want to mention? Well, I've got plenty of confessions tonight. We're gonna to get this all off our chest so we can be reborn. As <laughs> are we uh, gonna achieve Nirvana? Pure. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what? Yeah, that'd be nice. Wow. 
I was unaware. Hodge, where you achieve nirvana. I was unaware that we were gonna. That's that's what this whole program's about. My God. Um. So similar, similarly to Zelda, um, I have also never played a Metal Gear Solid game. Okay, that's blasphemy. I I thought both both of them were pretty blasphemous personally, but. And don't get me wrong, I've still got Phantom Pain from whenever PlayStation Plus did uh, did that as like a free as a free game, but I just I haven't played it yet. That yeah, that that one hurts a little bit. That that's an amazing series. So yeah, I mean the new one we've already discussed doesn't look like shit, but yeah, I wouldn't recommend that you play Phantom Pain first for a number of reasons, mainly because it's un- incomplete, but. It's still a great series, so that one that isn't <laughs> that really hurts. Oh, yeah. poor baby. That's one of I'm my sure favorite got, series. I'm sure you've got something that'll hurt me. Uh, do I? Let me think. I'm not so sure. Maybe I'll get to one in a minute. Another one that I immediately thought of whenever we decided we were going to do this topic is I don't like MMORPGs no matter what content or what they involve just because i feel guilty and like it's a waste of time isn't diablo 3 kind of considered an mmorpg though no but here's the reason let me let me explain my reasoning for this i don't like mmorpgs because you can dump hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours into them and you can get so attached to the world and then if something happens with the developer or wherever who get rid of the server yeah they can shut the servers down and all your work is nothing. Like, it's gone. And there are counter-arguments yeah. to that. Like, oh, well, generally they're never going to shut the servers down until a way, way, way later after the game has, like, been dead for a long time. But I just don't like... I don't like the thought of putting my precious time into something that I won't have... I won't be able to refer back to years later or have any record that I actually did it. Like... That's partially one of the reasons I stopped playing RuneScape whenever I was growing up was because I had this revelatory moment where I was like, you know, they're going to shut these servers down one day and this is going to be useless. Like, it's going to be completely worthless that I did any of this. So Yeah, that's one of the reasons that I personally like the achievement system, just because, you know, on, on top of being a completionist, even if I play a game where they shut the servers down, I can still just be like, refer to trophy list. Yeah. But I'm... Um, <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned RuneScape, though, because I also had a revelatory moment that caused me to stop playing RuneScape back when I was back when I was a wee lad. Um, and you're probably going to laugh, but it was a very unexpectedly realistic development uh, that comes very close to being like the stock market. <laughs> yeah. And I, I yeah. shit you not. So did I ever tell you this story? I don't think you did. I didn't. Okay, so... Um, let me just put it into perspective for you. My highest, uh, my highest skill in RuneScape was woodcutting. Like it was like literally level ninety-seven. Whoa. Um, and the reason it was so high is because like I would like be doing homework and I would just like click and study work on homework. Yeah. You know, it's easy. AFK, I didn't have to concentrate. Great. Yeah. Essentially. So that was my highest. Uh, that was my highest skill, and I pretty much just like. You know, I was in it for the for the leveling up, but then I kept saving all the logs and then selling them. And after a certain point, I'd finally reached like uh, 12, 13, we'll, we'll just say 15 million in gold in, in the gold coins or whatever, which, you know, for me who played honest and didn't buy the gold coins from the bots or whatever, that was uh, that was that was some hard work. Oh, yeah. So, sure. yeah. Um, so I was trying to decide like. Back then, back then, most of the most of the event items were about 10, 10 million. Like like the the holiday event items that you could actually buy and sell, most of them were about ten million. The uh, the party hats, I think the highest one was about fifty six million. So you know I had some pretty decent options. Like I could afford to buy like the cheapest party hat, or I could afford to buy some of these other you know also pretty rare items. And this was back in like I think August, September ish, and I opted to buy a Santa hat. Santa hat was fourteen million when I bought it. All right. Now my mentality for that, because I had been playing RuneScape long enough to have seen holidays come and go, I knew that whenever Christmas came and went, 
the Santa hat would shoot up during Christmas time because everybody wanted a Santa hat at Christmas, and then it would plummet afterward. So my plan was to buy it low, sell it high, and then buy it back, right? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you what actually happened. I bought a Santa hat for 14 mil. I sold it for 29 mil. Not even two weeks later, it had shot up to over 50 mil. <laughs> right now, I think it's about 100 mil, if I'm not mistaken. I, you know, it's been a while since I've looked at RuneScape. But, uh, you know, the fact that I could have tripled, quadrupled my money, or better yet, should have just fucking hung on to it because, you know, I'd never be able to afford it again, you know, kind of devastated me. And, you know, it's such a cop-out excuse because I sank hundreds, if not thousands of hours into that game mostly just doing my homework and clicking but still and so i was i was just like yeah i can't with this shit anymore this this is too real i'm done that's pretty great yeah <laughs> that's that's a that's a very real confession you you were experiencing yeah. the depression of like the economic the crash fucking, <laughs> yes i entered the recession before the recession happened <laughs> that's great i was the first of my generation to know how dark this shit was <laughs> wow i never bet you never expected to go into runescape and <laughs> expect to have the uh full no i was i was just an innocent little boy trying to enjoy myself while i try to get through the stupor of homework oh man that's that's a that's a good one that's a good one i like that yeah well i've got another one and this one's this one's a very inflammatory statement that I know I'm going to get comments. Cat's probably going to comment on this. I actually don't think that Bethesda games are all that amazing. I have never Aww. Yeah, no. I I haven't played a Bethesda game where I've gotten like completely sucked in and the first thing that people well, first thing that people I I think of Fallout. Everyone freaks out so much over Fallout. And I remember whenever Fallout 4 was coming out, there were peop there were posts all over the place about like, I'm gonna skip work, I'm gonna be playing this for weeks and weeks and weeks, it's gonna be the best thing ever. I I I played Fallout 3 and I didn't think it was that great. I mean, it was fun, but I just couldn't get over all of the glitches and bugs that were in it. I still had fun with it, but I just didn't think that it was like a masterpiece. And I know that several people that I know thought that it was just amazing, like the best thing ever. And then Fallout 4, I played it recently, and I still didn't think that it was, like, amazing. And granted, this the past Fallout didn't get as much, just like, universal praise, but it was still highly regarded. I just didn't think it was that great. I really didn't. So, uh... <laughs> yeah... I mean, I haven't, I haven't sank like really any time into, uh, into any of my, uh, into any of the Bethesda games that I own, which is kind of sad because I'm like close enough to the actual studio that this would be like pretty meaningful if I were to actually play, enjoy, and then check it out. I like, I have Fallout 4 and Skyrim and I've played like a few, like maybe a few hours of Skyrim and I was like, well, it's pretty good, but you know, it's not like wowing me just yet i'm sure i would like it if i if i like really started to invest in it but it's just one of those games i'm not really compelled to invest just yet yeah so you know time will tell for me on that i, th I think i'll like it fine though i respect what the games what they do as a as a studio they put out some of the or they've put out some of the most influential and loved franchises that have ever been made you know you've got doom you got the elder scrolls you got fallout you got wolfenstein all the all of these really solid concepts of games that have developed a huge following and like elder scrolls i'm not as big of an elder scrolls buff as a lot of people that i know but i respect what they do and i know that they're really dense lore specific fantastical games that you can get into but like you said i played skyrim quite a bit whenever it came out and i enjoyed it but I don't think I was getting so sucked. I wasn't getting sucked into it as much as I know other people that I knew in real life were. I mean, there were people that were just obsessing over that game. And they put, well, actually, one of our friends, one of the person that we both know, 
he's put in more than like 900 or a thousand hours into it jesus and it's i just can't conceive doing that that's it's just not a game that i think i could put that much time into so i like i'm not saying that i don't like bethesda i'm saying i just i don't you don't personally find them like compatible with your no just they're not not very yeah they're just not per se my cup of tea i suppose most of them that's fair um (laughs) i think i think i could top that though I personally think Smash Brothers is overrated. Unbelievable! What? Stop the presses. What? Go what did to hell. You, What did you just say? Why did you say this? Okay, so part of that statement obviously stems from the fact that I am just complete shit when it comes to brawlers. But at the same time, so like part of the, you know, we just had a crossover episode and I, I'm, you know, obviously I can admit that Smash Brothers has a huge following and like a lot of people like the series and it's probably got something going for it because so many people are into it. But having played it personally, I'm just like, it's, it's just a bunch of Nintendo characters running around doing shit to each other, but there's nothing else connecting them. Like we like Dissidia, we've got Final Fantasy characters crossing over. Final uh, The Kingdom Hearts, we've got, you know, Disney crossing over with Final Fantasy. And as, as different concepts as those might be you know it still makes sense that there's at least like two tangible series going together final fantasy uh final fantasy uh smash brothers is just like a fucking clusterfuck of characters and like to me it's it's the concept is is similar to j stars but even j stars is connected by well i mean the shonen themes and the fact that they're all shonen series I mean, J-Stars is all Nintendo property, but other than that, like, most of them don't have anything in common. And the play style is just... Super Smash Brothers, you mean? You said J-Stars. <laughs> oh, God, that thing scarred me, didn't it? It did. Yeah, well... Um, yeah, Super Smash Brothers, uh, e- even, even the play style was like... I mean, I know it's a Nintendo game, but it just felt too... I don't know. Oh man, I I, I, just, I just think it's overrated. I think a lot of I think a lot of people that hype up Smash Brothers are casual gamers that don't play anything else except Smash Brothers and Mario Kart. Oh, and that's why they're man. hyping it up like they are. Have you ever watched Evo, the Evo tournament with like? No. Nah. Oh, they are definitely not casuals. You got like Hungry Box and Mewtwo King and like okay, Super Judge. S- whenever you talk about gaming tournaments, of course they're not casuals. I'm talking about the majority of the fan base though. So, but that was the initial premise for the game was that, and I mean, I'm not saying that, I don't think I'm coming off at you in a bad way on this, because I'm not. I'm just saying that whenever they made... You probably should be. <laughs> whenever they came up with the concept, they wanted to make it easy enough for anyone to pick up and just be able to play, but decently hard to master. And that's why, you know, whenever... The high, high skill ceiling or whatever. It has a, yeah, it's got a high skill ceiling. And it, it's pretty interesting to say that whenever it's not conceptually all that deep you know you got like a basic attack you got power attacks you've got a special attack and you've got iterations of those based on what direction you hit the directional pad while you're hitting those buttons that's about it you know and grabbing and blocking it's not by any means street fighter where you have to memorize and no combos but at the same time it's it gets crazy especially if you watch like some of the older games like melee that was super fast. Like, it's kind of enthralling to watch people like who have mastered the game play it because it's just going so fast that you can't believe they're able to register commands that fast. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I know that's I know that's your confession, and that's a that's a pretty significant one. <laughs> that's a cleanse me, oh Father, for I have sinned. Yes, you have. I won't even dispute that now. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well. Okay, this is one that I'm really passionate about. I I don't have a problem with loading screens. I don't I've never understood why people get so mad at there being loading screens in games. And I know that people make this argument now that they really love installing games to their hard drives for the convenience of just being able to start the game up and not have the disc and not have to fumble around for the disc out of the case and put it in, all that stuff. But here's the thing. 
I can, I have run out of space on so many of my devices, including my PS4, because I got my PS4 whenever it came out, and 500 gigabytes, and I ran out of space on that thing so fast, because the games are just increasing steadily in size. Uh, I think that Metal Gear Solid's like 70 gigs. That's crazy. You know, technically, if you had games like that, you could only have like five games, five or so games on your console with that. So... To me, I would prefer if you could just go back to completely reading the game off the disc, dealing with loading screens, and not having to deal with the constant anxiety of having to increase your space to be able to hold your game library and be able to play it. It makes me so mad that I can't just take a game out of the case and put it in and play it if I don't have the space on my hard drive to install it. That's just, that makes me so angry. So this is a big, this is a big confession for me. I would be, loading screens are not that bad They're, to me. I just don't understand why people get infuriated that you have to wait 30 seconds, 40 seconds to get in, back into a game between stages or something. You could make the argument that it breaks up the immersion, but I never felt that way as a kid. I always thought that loading screens were, I, they were transparent to me. That, like, I didn't even register that I had to wait through them, so... Just see Final Fantasy 15 had the fucking worst. They were the worst with their loading screen and they were even worse. Like, like you, you had to, you had to do the loading screen if you like fast traveled or whatever. But if you chose to travel like in the car in the regalia so that you didn't have to see the loading screen, those trips take fucking forever. Yeah. I, I see for that. That was, I forgot about Final Fantasy 15. But How yeah. could you forget? We always have to bitch about that in every episode. <laughs> But you know what kills me is that even you still had to install that game and it still had that like terrible loading times. And that's whenever it's running straight off of a off of a hard drive. It probably would run better if you had a solid state drive connected to your system, but it's, yeah. I just I don't know, like to me that's a trade-off I would be willing to make if I could just play my games and not have to undo the constant uninstall this game to download and install all the patches for another game because i'm out of space like that's been happening to me so many times lately so it's just i don't know that's just me though personal opinions of course yeah so i've got a kind of embarrassing confession to make Mm. um so i'm i'm gonna get a lot of a lot of shit for this but i actually enjoyed final fantasy 10 2 quite a bit you what yeah that's that, that's it see i don't even um i, I know that's it i just <laughs> i hope you saw so, my dazed and confused look while you said that like yeah so i saw your slack jawed mouth open up like like you could have like comfortably fit like a sandwich in there and you yeah you know. anyway uh yeah so i'm not i'm not saying that the the story the the characters the way that they fucked with the world it, that was all terrible i'm not saying that what that it wasn't but the dress fear system the combat the the battle style like it was fun it was a fun game yeah, all, everything everything else it. aside why did that because yuna's skimpy clothes because of all of their skimpy clothes because all of their skimpy clothes i can i can see right got, through this ruse we got yuna we got riku we got female Orin. <laughs> Hey, I, I like Pain, actually. She was kind of cool. You like yourself some female Orin. How could I not? Orin's amazing. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 you're right. That is, that, little, that is a little... That is a little... That is a little embarrassing. I feel for you on that. I don't know if I... I can't really say the same, though. I mean, I, I didn't... I, f- I feel like this would be the moment where you give me an embarrassing uh, secret, but I don't, I don't know if you have any, so... Uh... Anything you liked or didn't like yeah, that you? I've got an. I've got problem. Well, maybe an embarrassing one. It's not. I don't know if it's that bad or not. But I love Animal Crossing. <laughs> it's it's a very re- that, that's that's pretty that's up there. <laughs> it's it's a very relaxing experience to me. Like I don't know. It, it felt kind of like a. Uh, it's just it's just so cute. Like I should. I, <laughs> I hate saying, I, yeah, this is where it gets embarrassing. It is. It's All right, just, yeah, that's up there. I don't feel so bad now. It's, it's like it's, up there with like The Sims. Oh God, no, I don't. I don't like The Sims. I'm not sure if that's oh, considered man. a confession, but I don't like The Sims. I've never liked yeah, The I Sims. Don't care. But Animal Crossing, well, partially because like 
there's a collectible aspect to it. Like this recent one that came out of the 3DS. You can collect all of these. You can make your own house and like decorate it with all of these Nintendo theme. Like you can get a Metroid. You can get like a Mario hat to put on your character. I like stuff like that. I like wherever they have stuff. And so, I don't know. I It's just, it was always something that I could just pick up, play for maybe like 10 or 15 minutes and just be like, wow, that was relaxing and calm. Cool. I can go back to like the masculine games and maybe prove to myself that I'm not such a, this isn't something I need to be ashamed of. But <laughs> Animal Crossing, yeah, I like Animal Crossing. It's pretty great. All right. All right. Um, I have something. So... This isn't going to sound like so much of a confession until you hear, like, the extent of it. Um, is I, I pretty much owned, like, all all the anime games that they released in the Western world for the handheld system. And now when I say that, I'm talking all the Naruto games, all the Bleach games, pretty much all the, all the One Piece games except for uh, Romance Dawn. Um, all the Yu Yu Hakusho games, all the Yu-Gi-Oh games, like before GX came out, um, all, all, all the Full Metal Alchemist games, all the Shaman King games, all the Inuyasha games, well, the one Inuyasha game, the Secret of the Divine Duel, I owned <laughs> all of them for Game Boy Advance and DS and shit, even the original Game Boy for Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, That's actually impressive. It's impressive, but here's the thing. And I'm, be, I'm being, like, objective when I say this because I enjoyed all of them. But objectively speaking, most of them are pretty terrible. <laughs> now, again, me personally, I enjoyed pretty much all of them. But, you know, most of the Naruto games were pretty shitty. Um, the, I guess the Ninja Ninja Destiny or whatever, that, that was a decent fighting game. It would have played pretty well on, like, the, the PlayStation if... Uh, you know, if they had wanted to port it and like up the graphics a bit, um, Bleach was also decent. Uh, for the for the, did we ever play like did we ever fight on Bleach? I'm pretty sure we did, a couple times. Yeah, they had they had so many characters. That shit was so fun to me. Um, One Piece Unlimited World Red has a pretty good fucking story. Like it was it was made uh, like written by the by the actual like mangaku that that created One Piece. So it's like. It's not canon, but it's kind of canon, if that makes sense. You know what? I don't even know why I was shitting on these games. They were all really fucking good, actually. <laughs> except except Inuasha. Inuasha was objectively shitty. It, it was like it was like Pokemon, but with Inuasha characters and like no ability to repel the hordes of demons that you like encounter walking in the grass. <laughs> See, I've got no experience with any of those. I never I never got any of them ever. I think the only yeah. well, I say that. The only games I think I got out of there were Did you include Dragon Ball? You had all the Dragon Ball games, didn't you? Uh yeah, well, I didn't I didn't list those, but yeah, I Legacy of Goku, Legacy of Goku 2, Boo's Fury. I uh, was Taketsu or whatever. Uh there, there was one there was one game that sounded like that that yeah. was also for the the Game Boy Advance, I think. Yeah, um, I was gonna say the only ones that I ever really owned were the Dragon Ball Budokai games. Those were the ones that I played a lot, and those were the ones I had. I didn't even get to play Legacy of Goku, like one or two. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie. So Legacy of Goku two was really fun. Legacy of Goku wasn't bad. Two was a lot of fun. Boost Fury was amazing, and I was, <laughs> I was kind of salty. This is this is another confession, kind of related to video games. Is like every every Christmas, like whenever whenever our, uh, my parents would like, you know, we tell them what we wanted for Christmas or whatever, and my brother was always the one that got the Dragon Ball Z games, and I was always really salty about that because like I think I think he got he got Boost Fury and I got like Avatar: The Last Airbender, and I was just like, I mean, it's not terrible, but <laughs> I don't even. I've never even seen the series. Who got shot? Why did I get this? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh but you know. Yeah. Still 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 games I've played, still fun. Oh yeah, that's another thing. I had Avatar the Last Airbender. <laughs> Is that a confession? Well, I mean, throwing it in with the anime based games and th- that game was objectively really shitty. Mm, wouldn't know anything about it. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Good, because I wasn't gonna play it anyway. <laughs> uh hmm. Oh, this one's pretty this one might 
have this controversial. I don't think that Final Fantasy 13 was a terrible game. And I know that as that is a minority situation because people make the argument all the time that it's like Final Hallway 13. Like it's just it's a linear game. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just a linear game and there's no depth to it and blah, 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 blah. Well, I mean, that's true. It is linear. But, you know, there's other linear Final Fantasies that turned out great, like Final Fantasy X, linear game. But yet people love it. So, you know, making the argument that Final Fantasy Thirteen's because it's too linear is, you know, I, I just don't think that that's a valid argument on that. The characters, I've had a couple conversations with Kat about the characters. Like, I don't think that Lightning didn't really do anything for me, I guess. Like, she, I liked her as, a, like, her character design was cool, but she didn't really do much for me. Hope, didn't like him. Snow thought he was a cool character, but <laughs> didn't like him. I know that this sounds bad because I'm sitting here saying that the characters are, you know, so bad. Far. But I enjoyed the game. Like something kept me compelled about it. I liked the battle system. I thought it was a freaking gorgeous game. So basically, like ten two. Yeah, you could say that this is my ten two. <laughs> I'd say that's pretty accurate. Actually, I haven't actually. I've never played Final Fantasy thirteen because I didn't have a PS three like up until my last semester of college and you know we, we both know how often i played that um twice yep but <laughs> but i i would love for them to port 13 or remaster it or whatever you want to call it to the playstation 4 so i could give it a try even if it's got such a shitty rep yeah well i guess we're kind of we're getting up here in time so hmm. fuck sports games uh yeah, that'll be the last one that we can both agree on. <laughs> we both confess that we are we don't see the point in sports games. Well, not necessarily like not see the point because I know why people love them. If they're if they like the sport, I understand why they like to be able to build their dream teams and play those sport games. But I know that I never personally. I even tried to get into sport games. I remember Madden 11 came out and I was trying so hard to get into them. It was just like, I'm going to see why people like these games. Got it. Played it once with my dad. Couldn't do it anymore. I was just like, (laughs) I do not see the, I I just, I couldn't do it. It was, it was just not, I enjoy watching football sometimes and I enjoy watching baseball and I enjoy all these sports, but the games just can't do it. Like it just doesn't, they don't do anything for me. Yeah. See, you want to know the closest that I've ever come to enjoying a sports game? <laughs> what? Lego soccer. Oh, that's that's grand. That was the shit back in, <laughs> I don't know, what, 2005 or something like that? Oh, I had so man. much fun playing that with my brothers. That was the only the even remotely sports-related game that I've ever enjoyed. And I guess Blitzball, if you want to count Final Fantasy X in that, but obviously not even similar. So <laughs> It's not just like a strict sports game. So. Yeah. And you know, I something that else that always bothered me about sports games were people would go out on the day that they come out and they would pay $60 for them and less than a year later they would be worth like nothing. You can, yeah. And that I mean, I remember I had my copy of Madden 11 for a while. FIFA 2017, quit living in the past. Yeah, it's like, you know, get the updated rosters get some new songs for the home screen you know stuff like that and then i remember this i had madden 11 kept it for like a year or so tried to take it in and trade it in just because i found it and i was like oh yeah i got this game took it in to trade it to gamestop and they were selling copies of it for like nothing i mean it was it was really bad and then you know the longer time goes on they're like 30 cents now there are games that you can get gamestop for like 30 cents that are sports games so it, ooh, I completely forgot about this though, and it's funny that we that we chose sports games as our final as our final uh, confession because we actually went to school with a guy that ended up winning like the fucking world championship for Madden of was it Madden? I yeah, think it was Madden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Funny. I, I literally I literally roomed two rooms away from him. Yeah, I forgot about that. We did go to college kicked with his, a guy because that's a ping that. pong a few times too. <laughs> oh man, I forgot about that. I'm glad you mentioned that. So, yeah, and I always yeah. thought it was cool that, like, uh, Walmart always had some tournaments for it, and that would attract 
pretty big crowds where people would come in and try to beat each other. I always thought that was cool. That was partially why I wanted to get into it was due to the communal aspect that of those tournaments. But yeah, gaming tournaments are really fun and like you know there weren't like a whole lot of a whole lot of opportunities where we were from uh but like as we've you know gotten older and you know kind of branched out a little bit more there's there, there's tournaments for like the brawlers there's tournaments for pokemon there's tournaments for you know the sports games racing games like you know, all kinds of shit and you know even if i'm not really good at most of them it's still encouraging and fun for me to see that yeah i agree so not completely trashing on them just don't see the just we don't personally dig on them no no so i know that we're gonna have a part two of this because we've got so many that we didn't get to touch on and that's fine and i'm sure we're gonna get some, we're gonna have some more probably different probably different uh different genres of pop culture besides video games because there's tons of confessions that we <laughs> yeah that we can that we can tack on to there yeah for sure so we both know what that means. We're dwindling down to the last moments of our show. Episode six is coming to a s- awesome close. We have. You might even say a climax. Uh. <laughs> yes. Yes, a climax. Yeah. Which. That's right. And it at every cli- well, every climax in life brings a name of shame and a phrase of praise. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> what, what what name are we going to are we going to call out in this particular climax? Mm, well, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, thankfully I put these in my magic ink. So oh, thank God you didn't forget this time. I know, right? So for the name of shame this week, we have cultural cannibal. <laughs> this was an Overwatch fellow that we encountered not too long ago. Uh, oh god you know people are really creative and really awesome and i don't know how they come up with some of these names but you guys are putting bread on our table so keep doing (laughs) what you're doing i mean you say that but we're still unpaid now we we, we got the bread we don't cut the butter (laughs) did it did we already mention in one of the other episodes ham scraps Uh, i don't think so Uh oh I'll edit this out then. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could save it for... Yeah, fuck it. Oh, whatever. (laughs) We'll just keep it in. Um, (laughs) Ham Scraps was the name of someone else that we encountered. Uh, So I was going to say, we may not have bread on the table, but we do have Ham Scraps on the table. (laughs) Uh, I was was kind of nervous that that was going to be the phrase of praise. I was like, we got to step our game up, don't we? No. Although you're, I don't think you're gonna really. I, I don't know how you're gonna feel about our phrase of praise. This was in the bio of someone. Be, it can't be worse than shiver me timbers. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> I I encountered this in the bio of someone that I ran across on the interwebs, and I. So you stalk somebody? No, no. I don't want to tell you the context for why I saw this bio, but I was I was angry at them, and then I wasn't so angry at them as soon as I saw their bio. So with that being said, our words of wisdom that we are going to part with you today is Dapper Dudes Don't Do Drugs, Dog. <laughs> the uh the alliteration, it's very nice. You know, I fuck with it. <laughs> right? Nothing says cool like alliteration. If you've got dapper in your phrase, I mean you're automatically like five points cooler. Like on the cool then, scale. Then the then the dog really topped it off, didn't it? You're like vanilla ice level of cool if you've got dapper. I understand this jargon. It <laughs> appeals to me and my youthful sensibilities. Keeping that youthful spirit alive here on the show. <laughs> we hope that we stoked your fire on this episode. <laughs> uh, I know that... Are, are we going back to the climax part? Or? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> We can, this is we can edit that right yeah we can so this was this was such a uh i mean obviously these are debatable these confessions surely evoke anger from some people or perhaps you have a comment that you would wish to direct to one of us about how we're wrong on our confessions we well, might even get death threats and we would welcome those at this point because that would mean people are listening <laughs> so did you hear that Fire Lord says go fuck yourselves. 
You've got like five callbacks in this episode. That's pretty impressive. Two of the same one. Yeah, it's pretty great. So if you've got anything you want to say to us about what we've said in this episode, we now have multiple avenues in which you can reach out to us. You can either find us at our twiddle hint. Twiddle. Oh my god. (laughs) You're not editing that out. No. You can find us at our Twitter handle. Twiddle handle. (laughs) Twitter handle. At RealPodchodge. Or you can reach out to us at contact at podchodge.net. We would love to hear from you. Yes, and if uh, if you two have a confession, just know that you're not alone. We will support you, and we I mean, will... Nah, we, I mean, not unconditionally, but a bit. Bonus we'll support you a bit. Bonus points if you include some money with your confession. I'm just kidding. Yeah, not... We need to start like a Patreon account like once we actually have like fucking listeners. Uh, I'm not saying... And something worth worth giving them for larger donations <laughs> maybe maybe but who knows maybe not we'll see but anyway this is the conclusion of episode six we will see you next week see you later bye Thank you.